0: So,
1: how how was, you were just at the London Film Festival, is that right? Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, how was that? It was amazing. Like, usually, I've this is my third year going, I think, and usually it's, like, really chaotic because I try to see as much as possible, but this time, I've been trying to, like, slow down a bit. So, I was there for a week, and I saw, like, 12 films, which is, Whoa. it's fine. So fun! Yeah. Um, and then I had to, like, keep like just i keep having to like put off films because i had to write which is like the most annoying thing because i tried to take on as little work as possible and then Mm -hmm, it just ended up not working out but it was fine it was really good i met yeah i met timothy chalamet which is like oh my gosh yes i saw videos (laughs) of this.
2: Of you you being the best friend ever
1: (laughs) um yeah oh introducing um friends on facetime yeah yeah Aww. um but it was, it was so nice we were just like shouting we were like timmy we have derek here and then he and then he saw derek oh. and he was like that's derek and then he came over and he was like
0: oh Aww. it was so nice
1: but, oh but yeah
0: the most pure human ever yeah so sweet <laughs> so much white boy of the century um, <laughs> the we entire have to say your century i love that um so we have another human here with yeah. us yeah um yeah so uh just for everybody who doesn't know i am sarah i'm uh, also and, sarah yes and we are the cinema roles and we talk about movies and we catch up with each other um with our long distance friendship and just chat movies here mm-hmm. and today we are joined by a super special guest um a writer uh timothy chalamet stan um Founder of the Bong Hive, uh, scum enthusiast, <laughs> and I guess Barry Jenkins's best friend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Welcome,
0: uh, yeah. Murray.
1: Hello. Yay! Hi. Hi.
0: a little bit about yourself I mean I just like I mean I don't know what else anybody would need to know I just covered all the most important yeah those are like
1: the big things um (laughs) um, but yeah um I guess I'm just I'm just a journalist or someone pretending to be a journalist and um and but I'm like so are though (laughs) yes you're completely valid uh but I'm like a big stan at heart so I definitely feel that like imposter syndrome when I'm writing like professional things and I'm like writing about Timothy Chalamet and I'm just pretending that I'm I'm objective I'm like, oh no, no I'm obsessed with yeah <laughs> yes.
0: I love that though it's like it really is so refreshing to read the things that you write um because I think we're just so used to a lot of film journalists and film writers and film critics just b- being super objective about things and that's not fun well and they're not like... they're not like
2: in tune with I, I mean I know this is gonna sound like jerky but like they're not hip to the kids so like
1: <laughs> <laughs> how do you do fellow kids
2: so, like, when yes. you write, it's very much on a level of you understand where, like, the discourse of younger people is at, and I think that's really cool. Um, well, oh, Yeah, I always and, dig yeah. your articles and um, your reviews. Thanks. Yeah, I think a lot
0: of, like, a lot of film conversation does happen, like, on Twitter right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's just not um, a lot of people that can say that they really are, like, right in the midst of all of the that discussion, and obviously everything that you write, um, it's just really, really great, but also, Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think you do have a really great balance of that, like, professionalism and being able to see things, um, technically and objectively, but also being able to be relatable and, um, uh, true to who you are which is really great
1: oh I love that this is so nice I can't <laughs> take compliments like, oh. Oh.
0: it's okay <laughs> well it's okay we just wanted to
1: we- let
2: you know how excited we are to have you on um yeah. for sure.
1: I'm excited to be here so I love that yeah
0: so we asked you to be on this for a very specific movie
1: um <laughs> yes <laughs> speaking
0: yes speaking of discourse on film twitter um but before we get into that I'm going to ask you the question um that we ask all of our guests which is why do you like movies
1: oh my god um it's a broad one but oh. it's, yeah it's
0: a big question yeah
1: um I think it was like Roger Ebert that said like movies are a machine for empathy and like mm. that's the biggest thing for me is just like movies that make you feel like because mm. I was at like london film festival this week about like half the movies made me cry and like those are my (laughs) those are my favorite things i just love a big cry and um, i just like love movies that make me feel so much and Mm -hmm. um and like just like escapism most of all i just really enjoy like being able to tune out of the world for a few hours and just enjoy a movie but like you know, it doesn't have to be escapist as well. Like, movies that make you think are, like, some of the films that I love the most. Um, nice. So many reasons. It's so hard to, like, condense it yeah. into one answer. But, yeah. yeah. But just, those are good yeah, ones, it's yeah.
0: Really, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a broad question, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's always, I love hearing why people love movies. Because I think that is a common answer that we get, is, like, that escapism. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we've gotten answers that are like, oh, you know, it really helps me think about Um, things that I didn't even realize in my own life or whatever. What it would be like to be
2: in someone else's shoes or how you're connected to the world. Absolutely. All of the above. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, we saw in, uh, in the midst of film Twitter, um, there were so many voices that were, (laughs) I don't even know, like just completely hating on the new movie, The Goldfinch. Um, and then coming just up out of the darkness, one single human (laughs) saying, (laughs) just radiating so much light (laughs) about this film. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to have you on to talk about it, which I need to give like a disclaimer that Hanloser and I haven't seen it even though we wanted to and we were planning on it, but I think it was in theaters here in Indianapolis for maybe like two weeks and by the time I got around to being able to see it, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Completely um, gone.
2: I, you know, we talk on this podcast a lot, and I won't hate on the movie until I've seen it, but about <laughs> we can't stand a movie longer than an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's um, true. That, I totally like, relate to that. That's
2: the perfect length. <laughs> Anything longer than that, you really got to be using that time. And yeah. so uh, I'm a law student, and so an outing to the theater to see a two-and-a-half-hour movie – would be, like, yeah. four hours in L.A., and it just hasn't happened for yeah. me yet, and I was so sad, like... And and then, yeah, I was trying to look for it. It dropped out of, like, 2,300 theaters this...
1: Uh, yeah. This week. Oh, my God. And That's it's, so like, okay. the yeah. sixth biggest it.
2: box office bomb of all time is what I've heard.
0: Yeah, and so, like, I really wish that I could, like, have my own opinion about yeah. <laughs> this movie, um, but it's so hard when, like, because, I mean a lot of that is determined by the reviews that are, like, that circle around a movie and by, like, what the critics kind of say and, like, that Rotten Uh Tomatoes percentage and how I guess it just, like, I don't know, like, it didn't last in theaters very long and I'm kind of sad about it, Um, but I don't know. I guess that's, like, just par for the course and especially, um, so we are both from, like, small town America, like, southern Arkansas um originally and we wouldn't i don't think anywhere in Arkansas would have even like gotten this movie right um, even initially yeah no for, maybe for sure like two or three theaters here and there um, but, um and so yeah yeah we
2: just kind of wanted to talk about not only why you love it and let you defend it but like <laughs> how you think the critical um reception at film festivals like tanked this movie uh, yeah I mean, and like and like yeah. the effect that that had, especially since you're right there on the inside track. We just we uh, were <laughs> excited to hear you talk Goldfinch and Ansel and all the hysteria within.
1: I heavily relate to Ansel. I yeah completely empathize with his breakdown. Like, so
0: yeah, um, he had um, a breakdown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he posted that video on Instagram, and it was like a fan edit of how much it was flopping. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was like this is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, his mom loved it. Yeah, the whole thing with his
2: mom where he's Take like, mom. "Y'all are all so mean.
1: You're <laughs> <for, laughs> making my mom sad."
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Um. Okay. Okay. So me and the goldfinch. i There's like a whole story to it. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm ready. Um. So basically, I had like zero interest in this movie, and um. But then my friend started reading it when we were on holiday in France, and um, uh, he was like asking me, because uh, there's a part in the book that mentions Spirited Away, and so we were trying to deduce the timeline of the movie based on when Spirited Away came out in New York City, um, yeah. and I was like, and I was like, this book mentions Spirited Away, maybe I should give this book a go. And then, and then I saw that it was a whole like 800 pages. So I was like, never mind, that's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah. but, then, but then my other friend started reading it and she was talking about how it's amazing. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And I had spent, I had spent a month in London doing an internship. And I was like, I need something hefty to read on the tube while I go to work. Mm. The goldfinch will be perfect because it will take me the entire month. And it ended up taking me a week to read it. <laughs>
0: Oh wow. my gosh, okay.
1: I read like 100, 150 pages a day, which is fucking insane for me. Well, wow. oh, can I swear? Sorry. Oh, so, sorry, we're
0: uh, PG-13, but I oh. can edit that. Oh, yeah, gosh. no worries. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Sorry, <laughs> I forgot.
1: We're good with
2: like ass um, damn hell.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I read it so quickly, which is insane for me, because I'm really bad at reading, despite the fact that I'm a journalist Um, (laughs) but um, yeah I just loved it so much and what they don't tell you about the goldfinch is that it's gay and I think that they should uh, speak about that more because I think more people would see it if they said that but anyway get the the call me by your name prestige in there I know exactly Um, but then so then the movie was going to TIFF and a couple of my critic friends had seen it early before TIFF and um so my friend had texted me who had read the goldfinch that his friend had seen the goldfinch early and like he was basically like bad news the movie's bad oh, no. and, I was, and i was like i was like i'm holding out hope i'm holding out hope and then and then two more of my friends dm'd me and they were like uh we just saw the goldfinch it's really terrible please don't get your hopes up oh, my oh no. Because at this point, I was like talking about it every day about how, how excited I was to see the movie. Yeah, I mean it had a killer cast um, and a yeah.
2: I great, know. I mean Kidman.
1: Um. But anyway, so then I went to TIFF and then they got all those like awful reviews, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not listening to a thing. I don't care. I know.
0: <laughs> I saw like the progression on Twitter of you being so excited. It was and the then, stages like, of the Greece.
2: Straight up, like denial, (laughs) (laughs) anger. Yeah,
1: I was literally going through like the five stages of grief over this movie. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. um But um, so like, I was still like slightly hopeful, but had like measured expectations. And then I managed to see it early at a press screening, and and I ended up really liking it. Like, I don't think it's as bad. Yeah. as everyone says it is and like yeah it's definitely flawed like it's super messy like it mm. has this weird um going back and forth timeline that just doesn't make sense especially when the book has a different chronology to it mm. but like I don't think it's that bad at all and um i really enjoyed it and i saw it for like a fourth time last week oh
0: my goodness (laughs) oh my
1: gosh that's a
0: lot of hours on
1: this movie it's two and a half hours long that's 10 hours of my life spent on this one movie oh (laughs) my gosh
0: not to mention like drive
2: time uh preview time yeah uh, yeah all of that stuff in between that is so i love that the last time i did that i think was
0: maybe the last jedi <laughs> oh, I love the Last Jedi. Like seeing a movie, I like multiple oh. times. I think mine would have been yeah. book smart.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really bad at seeing movies like a stupid amount of times. Um, mm-hmm. Like oh, at the beginning of the year, I was really obsessed with the Do You Know How to Train Your Dragon? The third, yeah. the, oh, the, yes, the third movie do came out. <laughs> this is a, Sarah
2: is
0: such a stan for <gasps> the. No <hidden> way. World. <gasps> Oh my I god. Wait. I I rewatched the third <laughs> one literally like 2 days ago. Um, <laughs> because I had just seen the I had just seen Joker and I needed like, like, a <laughs> like I just needed a palate cleanser. Yeah, I needed to feel good about my life again. And so I saw that How to Train Your Dragon 3 was on Hulu. And so I watched it. Um, and it just made me so happy. They're coming out with like a Christmas special. Yeah.
1: Which kind I'm of, so like, so defeats so the whole purpose of, like, them saying goodbye to these characters and now they're coming yeah. back to do a Christmas special, but whatever, I, it's fine.
0: I have so many, like, mixed feelings because we did an episode of Cinema Rolls where we talked about, like, um, like sequels and prequels and trilogies and, like, remakes and all that. And I talked about how How to Train Your Dragon was, like, the perfect trilogy because it ended so Yeah, but that's such a
2: DreamWorks um, animation thing that they do. They did a Shrek holiday specials, one. you know. They did Yeah. They did a I think a like a Mega Mind holiday special. Uh, Monsters <laughs> versus Aliens holiday special. Like they just do weird stuff like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm okay with it just because it is like a short little thing yeah. and I can just like yeah. can appreciate it.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But yeah, I I I saw I saw how to train your dragon free like uh them, like eight times <laughs> oh I love, I love that, that. <laughs> I love the dedication that so I'm, I'm like really sentimental about it as well like I was just yes. obsessed with the first two and um
0: oh yeah I cried yeah a lot. <laughs> oh same
1: same and then and then I got to I got to interview Jay oh my and, goodness um and he was like so lovely and then I I was like trying to hold it in but then I just like burst out and was like
0: Jane, these
1: movies mean so much to me like oh my god and he was like super oh. nice about it Aww. but like oh. and it and it's really nice because he like genuinely cares about those movies so much like they think like he thinks it's like it's the biggest like part of his life really like he's never Aww. played a part that lasted 10 years so he was like yeah. kind of like I mean that's like Marvel about, like years. saying goodbye to that yeah yeah,
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. it is. I mean, I I, I feel like I'd feel the same. Like, I would probably cry <laughs> if yeah. I, like, got to speak to him. Just because, same, like, those movies just, oh, they make me so happy. Uh, and, like, I don't know, though, how I'd feel about, like, hearing his voice, like, in real life. He has such a specific oh, right. voice. <laughs> it was
1: so like, surreal. It's like Jake like, Johnson. His voice was responding to my voice. I was like,
2: what? Yeah. yeah. It's like Jake Johnson in any role that's not, like, yeah. him just being, you know, Nick from New Girl. It is so, I mean, even as Peter B. Parker, who we stand forever, <laughs> um, he, like, is so Jake Johnson to the point that it yeah. almost distracted me because just the voice is so distinct. <laughs> I feel like if I talked to him in person, I would be confused as all get out. Like, just, yeah. this isn't real. <laughs>
0: I know, I love that. I love that we started with the Goldfinch and ended up at Spider-Man again, <laughs> because... We, Full circle, that's we our tend thing. To, <laughs> we tend to always end up at Spider-Man, <laughs> just is how it works here. Um. So, the Goldfinch has, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 72% for the audience score, um, but overall it's a 24%. <laughs> so, Oof. like, what? what... So... I, like what is wrong with critics? Let's just <laughs> I just wanna say okay. what is that?
1: I I don't think there's anything wrong with critics. critics. Like, <laughs> okay, like
0: I their That's opinion predict your job.
1: Their, <laughs> I, I don't want them to hate me. Um but like their opinion is totally valid and like I I can definitely see that there are things wrong with the movie, so I completely understand mm. why that Rotten Tomato score is so low. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, like, the goldfinch is just an impenetrable story in the first place. So to, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say that they don't understand it, but, like, they don't understand it. (laughs)
0: They they didn't understand it. I was about to say,
1: Lady Bird, Jeff,
0: they didn't understand
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. And also, like, especially because, like, most of these people were seeing it in Toronto. Like, um, I don't know if you guys have been to film festivals before, but it's, like, so much of a bubble and, like, mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. whole day is consumed by movies. So to watch, like, a two-and-a-half-hour slow paced drama yeah. about grief, like, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. As- like, especially in comparison to everything else. And everything is so, like, elevated and exaggerated. Like, when you like a movie there, like, you really, really like the movie and you have to scream about it because you yeah. were the first person to see it. And you uh, have to tell yeah. everyone to go see it. So I think yeah. when something is like underwhelming, um, like it's just not gonna have the same response, really. Um, but like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with critics because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just, yeah, disclaimer, yeah, disclaimer, yeah. yep. But like <laughs> I, it, I, it's just hard. It's just hard because like I, I agree. I stay with the consensus, like. 95 Mm percent of the time so Mm -hmm. when there are people who are attacking critics for you know having the contrarian opinion like Mm -hmm. i don't know like if if a critic doesn't like a marvel movie or something and they go and attack a critic because they have that opinion and like oh you don't understand it you don't have the that connection to it but like it's their job and like Mm -hmm. you know they have to have that position you know it's it's really hard to explain but yeah. Um do you get what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. No, I get
0: it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's like it I mean, it's one of those things where like um I I've thought about this before where like I have friends who obviously like don't pay attention to like the film festivals who don't pay attention to like what the critics say because that's just like not their thing. That's just not what they do. Um and so um I It's so interesting to me because, like, there will be a movie that might have, like, just come out wide release, and I feel like I already know every reaction to it because I spend so much time, like, listening to what the critics say and reading all of the reviews and reading all the articles, and um, I feel like I already have, like, a biased opinion on a film, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then I'll talk to friends about it, and my friends will be like, I've never heard of this, I don't know anything about it, just because, like, I don't know, because it's, I don't, they just don't pay attention to that side of movies um and part of it is how I like that's part of how I enjoy movies like I enjoy reading Mm -hmm. what other people who have like um more experience in watching movies do like have to say about movies and it's so fun and I think that's part of it for me so I don't know
1: so do I like I really get this like um I forgot what the word is but like I really enjoy um just, like reading other people's opinions from like festivals and stuff like from yeah. sundance in toronto i'm just like living vicariously for other people and like mm-hmm. i it's like almost as much fun as just like being at the festivals themselves because mm-hmm. like there's all this like adrenaline and excitement and hype just around you know a movie that in in any other circumstance people wouldn't care about like that's why like going to Cannes I find it so fascinating because like we're all talking about um I don't know like Bong Joon-ho and people are are as excited as you know any normal person would be about like the newest Marvel movie or something Mm -hmm. and it's like you realize like how much of a bubble it is there because you know in any other place people would not care at all about what we're talking about but yeah. but in that bubble it's all anyone talks about and it's like really exciting so yeah. Yeah. so like basically like you know the social media aspect of it is the festival experience online which is mm-hmm. which is really exciting but um yeah, yeah I it's, it's difficult about the goldfinch oh I don't know but <laughs> we're all three yeah. like big participants
2: in that uh that sweet sweet film twitter Um, I I spend probably three hours a day on Twitter um, (laughs) reading about movies, and sometimes I worry that, like, the critical reception stuff, especially since I, like, have been in college for, what, like, four years now um, total, and I just don't have time to, like, go to festivals and stuff. I feel like sometimes the discourse can, like, poison me on a movie, which I do hate but i find myself so refreshed when i go in and i have a certain expectation and then the movie like proves me wrong um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i find a level of satisfaction in that so i completely understand you being like i was so excited for this movie and uh, people are telling me it's gonna let me down and you know what it really didn't and (laughs) that's exciting and i i totally totally agree with that and we actually had a couple of uh we had a couple of movies we were going to talk about that we loved that maybe got, um, got the critical shaft, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good lead into that. Yeah. So, segue um,
2: over here. Yeah.
0: I love that. So, uh, yeah, we can like all kind of like just discuss other movies. Um, cause I think we've all had that experience of either like, hearing bad things about a movie, going in and going, oh, that wasn't that bad, I really enjoyed that. Or what happens mostly in my case is I'll watch a movie and absolutely love it, and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, who else wants to talk about this? And then later I realize, oh no, no one does, everybody else hated it. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the most- Like, that's such a- <laughs> Gives me such a sinking
2: feeling. It really does.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, So- um, let's just, like, start, like, I, so, I'm just gonna continue going off of the vein of, like, Ansel Elgort, because why not? Oh, I love <laughs> um, it. because I love that boy so much, him and his, like, little, like, puffy lips that he has. <laughs> um, <laughs> so.
2: For me, it's the I weird think... Snapchats
0: or Instagram stories. Yeah, those Instagram stories are wild. Um, I, I think that, um. Uh, okay, so I loved this particular movie and I feel like most of the people like most of film Twitter or whatever also maybe liked this movie. but the people that didn't like this movie were so loud about their hatred of this movie that when I when it was all happening and when I was enjoying it, I felt a little bit bad for having a good time with it. Um, and it was baby driver. Like, really? that was one of my favorite movies of that year. And for a while, I was like, should I not love this movie? Just because of all of the stuff that I, like, a bunch of people just, like, absolutely hated it. Um, and I know, I think, like, Han did, like, a top five list of that year. And I think that yeah. that was, like, pretty high up on her list, oh, too. I
1: love that movie.
0: I think it's brilliant. So do yeah. I.
1: It's yeah. so, like... Yeah. Oh, I I love Edgar Wright. And, like, the whole oh, concept yes. behind it is just, like... I can't believe no one's done it before, or at least done it to, like, that degree. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really loved that movie, but I especially remember, like, I had a friend who watched it and just absolutely hated it to the point where, um, like... We got multiple fights over it because not so much that I was, that we were fighting about the movie, but because I was like, can you let me like what I like? And, like? and I think that like, that's the important thing. And I think, um, that's kind of like a running theme just on this podcast is that, um, we try to be like, okay, just like, you know, you like what you like. And yeah. like some people don't like whatever they don't like. And like, all of that is okay. Opinions are fine. valid. Yeah, but, um, but it was just so wild to me that, like, um, there, like, that was one friend in particular, but I feel like many people were just like, this movie is awful, and then, like, um, the award season around it was ridiculous, but it was, you know, mostly because of Kevin Kevin Spacey Spacey and how awful he Mm -hmm. is as a human, um, which made me even more sad because it felt like it gave, it like validated a lot of people not liking it. And it's like, that doesn't make it a bad movie. Yeah. And so it just made me really happy.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that movie. It's like, I I really like it. It's like the only way that a jukebox musical almost should ever be done. A jukebox musical. It's not a jukebox musical, but on some level, kind of. yeah you know with everything like <laughs> really well it. choreographed to these specific songs but it's it's so good and inventive yeah and fun I love
1: that I'm movie. so
0: glad that you guys agree I feel like I'm in a safe space right now <laughs> 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 <I feel like laughs> this
1: is this a baby is like, driver safe space
0: <laughs> yeah this is just like a support group where I'm like guys I liked baby driver is that okay <laughs> guys we love Ansel Elgort we do oh my goodness i could have i almost started talking about like the fault in our stars um
2: <laughs> yeah i think that one gets oh an God. undeserved bad rap for sure i mean yeah
0: it got- i think any movie geared towards like teenage girls people automatically are like this is bad and i'm like no 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 like it's good i mean it's a
2: good adaptation of a good story but it is so like not well manic pixie dream boy for sure ansel elgort yeah yeah um, <laughs> Yeah. Manic Pixie Dream boy Are... with cancer. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. So we, I, mean... I rewatched it again, like, uh, like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. It's better than I remember. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a pretty, like, well-done movie. Like, especially to be, like, a book adaptation. Like, they did a good job.
1: Yeah. yeah also, it's, some... pretty... Oh, go ahead. it's pretty trippy that, like, uh, Shailene is playing uh, Laura Dern's daughter.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that. Oh, that's wild. That's so funny.
0: I, know. I think about stuff like that, like, the weird, like, actor-y type, like, relationship things all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, in my head, I'm just like, oh, like, these people, um, there's, like, in, uh, Um, What is it? Bumblebee? The, like, new, like, Transformers movie where the two teen leads are in different Spider-Man movies. (laughs) It's just, like, just two teens from different Spider-Man universes coming together to save us from the Transformers. It's fine. (laughs) I love it. Um, Handloser, what is a movie that you liked that everyone else hated?
2: So, Other um... than, um... Other than what? I
0: feel like I was going to say, I was going to say, like, other than Venom, (laughs) because... Oh, yeah.
2: So, I'm a big Venom defender, because I think it's, like, one of the most fun movies of all time. I just think it's so ridiculous and absurd, and, I mean, that's, that's, okay, that is the dark, um... Origin story for a villain type movie that I would like to see. Oh my
0: gosh! I mean, that is this like a grounded
2: by a central <laughs> performance that's just fantastic from Tom Hardy. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. this is an underhanded insult at Joker because it was, <laughs>
2: it was. Our last episode, we just argued about Joker for an hour. Um, I, I, I loved seen Joker.
0: It. I did not oh like my it. <laughs> I loved that. Could have been one of my movies, but I've all I talked yeah, well, about just it for a whole it. hour last time. <laughs> so <laughs> I loved it. I know. So <laughs> I think I love it.
2: So my uh, my first divisive movie, I guess, um, is a movie that was so mismarketed. It's insane. Like on the level of Mother was mismarketed. Um, and it's, the first time I saw it, my friends and I in, like, gosh, okay, it was 2013. So we were in 10th grade. We rented it for a sleepover because we thought it was, like, Project X. And we were <laughs> all halfway through it, like, what is this? This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Um, and that's Spring Breakers. Oh, I think Spring Breakers was one of the most poorly marketed movies Maybe of all yeah. time. Um, because yeah. you go in expecting, I mean, the way they marketed it, it's like, oh, girls in bikinis, and they're partying on spring break with James Franco, and, you know, it's it, whatever, like, hijinks. But it doesn't seem like a gritty crime thriller about the decadence of, um, of, of these, like, Florida spring break towns, um, and, like, just how gross it gets, and how in over their head they get. And it's not a fun movie at all um, because it's Harmony Korine. But the way that A24 chose to market it was so bizarre that I ended up hearing way more negative stuff about it than positive. And I, re- I rewatched it like a year ago and was so shocked by how insanely good it was. Um, I thought that the use of like Disney Channel stars in that movie was a really great way to, like, talk about the Death of Innocence. Um, I think it's a gorgeous movie. It's neon and pretty and just really contrasts the subject material. But overall is just so sick. And I feel like people don't give it enough credit at all.
0: Mm-hmm. I still have yet to see Spring Breakers, and I know that I should.
1: I haven't sp- seen Spring Breakers in so long, but I do remember liking it. And I remember, like, as a, like when I was younger, walking in the cinema and seeing a poster for Spring Breakers, and I was like, "That's Vanessa Hudgens, and that's Selena Gomez. Yeah. they in bikinis. <laughs> <know>. That's interesting." <laughs> and Ashley yeah, Benson I feel like from, that's she
0: was in Pretty Little Liars yeah, at the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that is like the only thing that I remember like hearing about that movie is people being like. Like, oh, why are these girls that are supposed to be role models are, like, <laughs> here yeah. in this movie in bikinis? And I remember being like, wait, I, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah. Ayana do you have another, other than the Goldfinch <laughs> 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 movie, that you loved that everyone else hated?
1: um Not so much that, like, everyone hated it, but that it's, like, become more divisive over time. <laughs> I think, like, at the time it came out, like a lot of people really liked it it had like really good reviews but um as it's aged uh-huh. um people's opinions of it have soured um okay so uh my movie is uh 500 days of summer <gasps>
0: <laughs> oh okay let's get into it because <laughs> we here are fans of that movie oh amazing um although we understand like like And we've talked about this before, where we think, like, people who hate on 500 Days of Summer are, like, a very specific, like, type of people Mm -hmm. who, like, are focusing on the wrong thing about that movie. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So talk about that.
1: Right. Okay. So when I saw it, it was, like, my favorite movie ever. And it was, like, one of my gateways for getting into movies. Me too! Yeah. Yeah. So it has, like, a really special place in my heart for me. But then, you know, rewatching it over time... I've just started noticing the flaws in it a bit more Mm -hmm. and it's 10th anniversary was like very recently Mm -hmm. and and then I ended up writing a piece about how um, you know it is quite good but it is a little bit toxic at times Mm -hmm. and I think like you can you can enjoy it and also recognize that it's flawed and you know it's not perfect and I think the the biggest flaw in it in the, is that you know it forces you to empathize with Tom too much and I think the whole message of the movie is about how like you know Tom is actually the bad one in this relationship and people are too quick to um, villainize Summer but you know the whole response to the movie after the film came out is that you know Tom is the victim and uh, Summer is the villain and it's you know when people are like oh you know that's what the that's what the film is trying to say you're too quick to uh villainize summer but when everyone feels that way after seeing the movie I don't think the film is su- successful in the message that it's trying to give mm. but mm. um I do think it's like a really amazingly well-written movie and the way it plays with time is just really interesting and I think yeah you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt and De Chanel are amazing and, um, but I I appreciate it I appreciate it for what it is but, um, I don't think it's as perfect as I thought it was ten years ago
0: Yeah, Yeah. I haven't rewatched it recently, but um, I was the same way as you, it's like where I first saw that movie, that's when I was like, oh, films Yes! Like, whoa! (laughs) Like, look at this! Um, and I, like, remember like it's been on like my like there's only a like a handful of movies where I can like watch them over and over again and not get tired of them mm-hmm. because like for a really long time like in college I would watch this movie weekly like
1: I watched I it was the same. many
0: many times um just because like it felt I don't know it felt like it felt like home which I don't know if that's good that this is a movie <laughs> that felt like home but it did and like yeah mm-hmm. I agree it makes like, you feel held stop I gotta go (laughs) Uh, it felt like home to me Um, um, but yeah and (laughs) no I really I get it like I love this movie I understand like I don't know there were um, there are a lot of guys that want to be like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and a lot of girls that want to be like Zoe Deschanel in this movie yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know if both are good.
2: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> either are okay. I mean, it's kind of... I mean, not to bring it back to that place, but it is similar to the Joker conversation in that... <laughs> no, no, hear me out. I'm being it serious. It always is. I'm being serious.
1: Okay. 500 Days of Summer so, okay. and Joker are the same Got movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: that's my next take. That's the one. Oh, um, no. No, but, like, you empathize too much with a character who maybe the movie is trying to make you hate, um, but it's also way too kind to that character at the same time, so it's like a weird balancing act that I don't think it maybe accomplishes completely successfully, like we were talking about. Um, and, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I mean, I think that's that's definitely part of it, but um, I agree that the like views of that movie have so decayed since it came out, which is yeah, really interesting. I feel
0: like There's like a, I feel like there's a few movies like that where I feel like every week I log on to Twitter and learn that one of my favorite movies is problematic. Cancelled, yeah. (laughs) Like, is is that like, do I just like bad movies? Like, what's (laughs) going on here? Like, I don't know. Uh, which like speaking of like the whole Manny manic Manny, the whole manic pixie dream girl boy thing. Um, I will like fight to the death on this. I I. I hate that this is the second John Green movie that we we're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Um I will fight to the death that Paper Towns is a good movie because All right. <laughs> Ooh. I Okay. I okay. I got instant reactions <laughs> like okay, here's the thing. I know it's not actually a good film. <laughs>
2: here's the it's thing not, paper towns is a good movie i know it's not a good movie but
0: like, no notice i said it's not a good film <laughs> okay, but. okay okay but it's a good flick um all right i i that story i connect with it not not even like based on like the content of the story just like in the places in the place that I was in my life when I read the book and in the place I was in my life when I watched the movie um it was the first movie I watched by myself when I moved to Indianapolis like a brand new city and I don't know like I just I I love (laughs) that stupid movie (laughs) You why, like, there's just something about it to where I'm like, this is a great, like, mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Nat Wolf. Uh, I th- just go back and forth between which one is my favorite um, of the Naked Brothers, yeah. <laughs> and I really think that it's Nat Wolf. Cara Delevingne has a weird uh, American accent in she this movie. Is, It just is not good. I don't know if and I've ever seen a movie it.
2: she wasn't, like, so strange in.
0: I don't know if that's, like, she is so a
2: horrible strange. insult.
0: <laughs> she's just. No, like... I love, well, did you watch... Um, I watched Her Smell with Elizabeth Moss. Oh. And that is, I think, the best that I have ever seen Cara Delevingne. Like, she, because she's just essentially playing herself. Mm. in the movie and,
1: and
0: it's, she's like fairly so enough, great. so yeah <laughs> she's so
2: weird but like valerian, valerian was weird I, it, she's valerian
0: just... was just weird i don't think that was her fault well,
2: might
0: be like <laughs> somebody out there is like i loved valerian <laughs> no
1: but i, I remember when valerian
0: I... oh is that one of your movies <laughs> did you like no valerian? but
1: now that you've mentioned that like yeah it kind of is <laughs> All but right. like, luke, luke, i mean but luke is super Cardale, problematic I mean. now so I can't,
0: I can't wait what say that
1: again yeah luke is super problematic now so i can't
0: do that <laughs> anymore
1: I, I can't i can't go to town for it anymore <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, I'm going, I'm, I'm here, like, defending Paper Town, so anything is possible, <laughs> and I, I, don't know, I just, the soundtrack slaps the, like, feeling that I had, the soundtrack like, sitting does in slap. the movie theater. It does. The feeling that I had, like, sitting in the movie theater, like, watching this, like, story that I had loved so much as a book, like, play out in front of me, and, like, my thing is, it's almost the same For me, like, I defend uh, this movie the same way that I feel like I defend, like, Summer, in 500 Days of Summer, Mm -hmm. where I, like, feel like people miss the point, where the point of the movie is that Cara Delevingne's character is not a Manic Pixie Dream Girl, although Nat Wolf's character thinks that, like, she is, like, he thinks that she's, like up on this pedestal, he thinks that she can do no wrong, he thinks that she's, like, flawless and all this, and then, like, by the end of the movie, or at least, the movie didn't do as good of a job saying it as the book did, but by the end of the story, it's, like, hey, she's human, and she's not the best person, so, like, it's, like, kind of the opposite of 500 Days of Summer in that way, where it's, like, no, she's a bad person, he should not have romanticized her this much, that's the lesson here, like... And so, I really, I don't know, I really like that movie a lot, <laughs> and yeah. uh, it makes me happy when I watch it.
2: <laughs> I loved that book so much, and I do remember walking out of that movie disappointed. Um, same, same. I, I felt like, oh. I felt like it just, yeah, it didn't get the point across as well as the book that, like, Margot Ross mm-hmm. Spiegelman is a bad person. Um and yeah. she's doing everything because she's selfish. Not because she wants to be mysterious, yeah. not not because she is a selfish person. Um and I don't know. I mean the soundtrack definitely slaps and I have I have it within mm-hmm. like several playlists. Um
0: Yeah. On Search Party by Sam Bruno is like one yeah. of my favorite songs um, in the world. Lost so. It's <laughs> a Trying,
2: um by Sun Lux is great yes. too. Um yes, there's there's a absolutely. lot of good songs on we, that soundtrack.
0: We drove around Los Angeles yelling, lost it to trying together, and yeah. honestly, one of the top five moments of our friendship. So, honestly, Paper Towns is good, good. You things. know? <laughs> do you know?
1: Do you know what's a better Paper Towns? Under the Silver Lake, which oh also my which also a lot of people hate. I haven't okay. watched that. Okay, Which I started weird.
0: it. Handlinger, you can watch it. You can watch it for free on Canopy. Um, Love yeah, that. You just need a library card. Uh, this is my uh, regular plug for Canopy. Yeah. Get a library card, <laughs> get Canopy, stream movies. <laughs> yeah. I think UCLA I, okay, has I have watched
2: on, like, our server or whatever. They have, like, a bunch oh, of movies okay. with the film school. Um, so.
0: Okay, I have watched five minutes of this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Under the Silver Lake. Oh, you're missing yeah. out. It's so good. Do oh. I need to...
0: Okay, so many people... Because there was a lot of stuff around it, right? To where everyone was like, it's what very is divisive. going on with this?
1: Like, so so I had seen it at Cannes... Uh, was it last year? Last year. Last year. And I remember seeing it, and I was like, this is so good. And then I walked out, <laughs> and it was like, this movie sucks. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't see what you're oh, seeing. No. And then, so I had, to, so I had, and then, and then, A twenty four kept delaying the movie forever and ever. Yeah, so right. I, was, that I was, was just sitting with this movie that I really liked, and no one else did for like a year. It was yeah. like absolute torture. Oh my god.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, See, I think the theme here is that A twenty four is just bad at marketing. Like, <laughs> they, they really are. I'm just are kidding. A twenty four sponsor us. <laughs> they're,
2: they're wonderful. But they really sometimes miss market movies. Um, they did that with The Witch, I think. The Vavitch. Um, the V-vitch. I think they did that. <laughs> um, I think they did that with, uh, well, I can't come up with a single other one, no. They're all,
0: no they, thoughts headed. um, empty. I saw maybe um, two tweets about The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and that is one of the best movies I've seen all year. Yeah. Just saying. They can come at me.
2: No, but I remember being so excited yeah. about Under the Silver Lake, like, like, I saw promos for it in, like, 2017, and then it just kept never coming out, and I was still in Arkansas, so, like, yeah. I wasn't gonna see it, and I just, I remember being so confused, like, wh- where is this movie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I saw tweets about that movie coming out, like, at least for, like, two years straight, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what, what, what is it? Where is it? I don't know, Um, um but yeah, but
1: yeah. Um, so...
0: Under Silver Lake,
1: yes. Yes. I think it's like one of the best like interrogations of like incel culture and like men's entitlement. Oh. And just like, you know, those like red pillar types who who think like the world revolves around them. And you know, like the film is all about um oh I can't remember Andrew Garfield's character. I think he's called like Sam or something. But mm-hmm. um it's just him trying to like um uh, find out where this missing girl is and he finds all these weird conspiracies around LA and somehow he makes them all revolve around him and this girl and I think it like draws you in and makes you think oh maybe he does have a point maybe he's get he's on to something but by the end um, is basically like you know this guy is an in- an, in- an entitled loser who thinks that a girl likes him because she because she spoke to him once, and um, oh. but I think it's so it's good. A
0: Joker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't seen what? the Joker, but yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Under the Silver Lake and Joker the same thing. Oh movie. my gosh,
0: do we just have we like the all Joker of these cinematic that universe? We up, yeah, literally all these movies that we're bringing up just have a very similar theme going. <laughs> <laughs> on.
2: It's taken like, over it's my life. Died. I just want Joker to leave me alone.
0: <laughs> it's just guys putting girls on a pedestal and the Ugh. movie being like stop doing that. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I love it. Um Hey uh, Loser, do you have another movie that you loved that everyone hated?
2: Yeah, I actually I have one more. Um this movie uh so I had a weird affinity for the first movie and um this series which was unfriended I thought it was like inventive and really cool and it did spook me genuinely at some points um and then searching came out and I was like oh wait that was what I was looking Uh for but um before I saw searching I saw unfriended dark web (laughs) which is the movie I'm defending oh no Uh, way (laughs) yes I am I'm so serious so this movie doesn't make a ton of sense. Let me preface by saying that. It's like, <laughs> it's like watching war games and being like, how is Matthew Broderick accessing the nuclear codes right now? Like, that just doesn't make sense. And it doesn't. But sometimes the scary part of technology is that you have no clue, like, what it's capable of. And I thought Unfriended Dark Web was genuinely scary. Um, It has, like, a 2.4 on Letterboxd right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was very spooky. Uh And then it had this really weird, like, crazy marketing tactic that I loved where it had two endings or, like, three endings that played in theaters. Um, What? Like, three different endings and outcomes. So... I, uh, like, like, I saw it, like, twice Did you go see to it three get... times?
1: No! I saw it twice to
2: get, like, two different endings, and then I saw the third one, um, when it came out on DVD. What?! Yes! <laughs> I think that movie is genuinely so interesting, and very scary, it's like a thriller, like, it's- it's no longer a ghost thing, um, even though the, like, hackers in the movie are pretty much omnipotent, um. It's so weird, and I honestly thought it was great. And when I walked out of that movie, I was like, "That was kind of cool." And I thought maybe it would get like some Annabelle creation uh, type hype where it was like better than the original. And no, no, everybody was like, "This oh. is this is a hot trash fire. This sucks so bad." And I was like, "Well, uh, you know, I guess I am wrong about everything, and I don't know what movies are." <laughs> Not just to talk. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Any kind of self-proclaimed critic.
0: Oh my gosh! I love. There's like um, a T-shirt that, like, across the front of it. It's just like a white T-shirt, and in, in black, like, Comic Sans font um, across the front just says, "Like, I like shit films," <laughs> and I feel like I want to own it. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm just gonna accept
1: it from now on. We do. I guess I do.
0: I do. I loved Five Feet Apart, starring Cole Sprouse <laughs> and Haley Lou Richardson.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my god. That's a piping hot take.
0: <laughs> I loved that movie so much. I cried a lot, and that's all I have to say about that.
2: <laughs> I remember you talking oh to me about that, because I was like, this is not a movie I would ever actively seek out.
0: And I was, like, no, I'm sitting, like, front row in the theater. (laughs) I'm, like, (laughs) here. I was, like, the only person, I think, in my theater. No, there was a couple in my theater, and I was, like, that had uh, it was them and me, which (laughs) happens a lot when I go (laughs) to the movies. It's usually, (laughs) it's, like, me and one other couple, like, somewhere in the back, or, like, me and some middle-aged woman (laughs) that are both there to see, like, the random indie film. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't have I'm, it any other way. I'm here to see
2: the one o'clock, uh, I don't know, Boy Erased, and it's me <laughs> and oh <my> gosh. five <laughs> old women.
0: <laughs> Ugh. I love I, that. um, I accidentally watched, um, The Beach Bum with just one old woman in the row in <laughs> front of me, and I have never felt more uncomfortable in a movie theater in my whole life than when, Matthew McConaughey and Isla Fisher were doing whatever the heck they were doing in that movie, (laughs) and I had to sit in an empty theater with this old woman right in front of me. Like, not like that. I love it. Um, Yeah, that's more Harmony Curran right there. (laughs) um, So, I don't know, we do this thing here where we take a BuzzFeed quiz at the end of every episode, um, and... We have a buzz feed qui- a buzz feed quiz here that I would like to give you, okay. um, so that we can find out uh, after you answer these questions which Ansel Elgort character. You oh are most my like. god, <laughs> I love this. That's a great <laughs> I'm one. <excited>. Good pick. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, your first question: How do you like to get to work or school? Um, so there's uh, just a guy walking in the middle of the road. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, a car a bicycle or public transit
1: uh, I will say public transit
0: all right um, okay pick a school subject history English math or science
1: uh, English
2: obviously okay.
0: that's that makes all sense. of us yeah.
2: we all had a <laughs> mother figure 10th grade English teachers probably
0: yes Um, okay, so, well, okay, so this next one says to pick a photo that speaks to you, um, and you are unable to see, uh, this currently. Actually, wait, you might actually be able to see this. Hold on, I'm sharing my screen, and I'm keeping this, I'm literally keeping this in, um, podcasts. (laughs) I love that,
2: how fun. Technology is cool. Yes. Unfriended dark web.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm sharing okay. my screen yes. can you see it I can see it Okay so pick a photo that speaks to you and so there's this beautiful skyscraper one this like cigarette I wonder what this... character that is Oh <laughs> The <I> cigarette <laughs> <laughs> It's a metaphor handloser <laughs> um this like bird graffiti thing this arcade oh and this record
1: okay. I like I like the bird graffiti one the bird with shoes Ooh. Oh.
0: okay. Yeah, this is cool. All right, like, I'm going to stop I'm going to stop sharing my screen so you don't see your results at the end so I can uh, surprise you. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay, who are you closest to? Um, my mother, myself, my significant other, my career, my friends, or no one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ouch. <geez>. Um, <laughs> That's just Ansel f- Elgort himself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my mother. <laughs> She loved my Wait, movie. did did you see that um, that profile of Ansel Elgort where he's basically like, yeah, I want to have an open relationship uh, with my girlfriend, Whoa. but but um, but like with none of the sexual feelings attached, and he's like basically what? he's basically describing friends. <laughs> <And> he <just laughs> wants fri- oh, he just I have wants seen that.
0: friendship.
1: <laughs> Do yeah, you know the no, I- the okay, no sorry, one is, is just
0: um-
2: Ansel in real life.
0: <laughs> this is like so off topic, but like I follow. So the new, um, like the new West Side Story movie that is coming out, um, that he is in. Yeah. So I follow the For girl. For some reason. Who, Rachel.
1: She's yeah, Amazing.
0: She loves him so dearly. I know. <laughs> and I'm just like Ansel, she's a great friend. Just you have <laughs> friends. Just keep them.
1: <laughs> Poor baby.
0: She's so great um uh, all right so okay. who are, uh, uh, yeah who are you closest uh, to
1: i think i'm closest to my friends yes
0: okay right. friends that
1: Anza algort does not have
0: that's good for you okay what is your favorite food so there's pizza um a salmon um a burger <laughs> and a salad why is there just like a slab of fish here what? <laughs> it's so weird uh pizza okay um okay pick an actor Lily James, Adam Sandler, Shailene Woodley, or Finn Wolfhard.
1: Oh, I know. What, what was the first one again? What? Who? What was the first one again?
0: Lily James.
1: Cinderella. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Adam Sandler.
0: Mm,
1: oh, you've been
0: okay.
2: You've been, uh, been uncut gems keeping those
1: gems uncut.
0: Gem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have your result. Okay, so I'm gonna read you the the description first. Okay. 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 You are on a roller coaster that only goes up. Oh. You always (laughs) remain. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) You always remain positive, and you are a ray of sunshine for those around you. You are Augustus Waters from The Fault in Our Stars.
1: (laughs) It's a metaphor, guys. (laughs) I oh, love that. I
0: love not that. that. Yay! That's a really great result. I was kind of scared. <laughs>
1: which I was wa- I was worried I was gonna get uh, men, women, and children Oh, my because gosh. I said Adam Sandler. Oh. I would yeah. not like. that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like wondering how recent this quiz was because I didn't know if like. Well, then they the had the situation. Would even be. I know. Oh, yeah, but Finn. then it, yeah, I was like, oh, there we are. That's an option, I guess.
2: Um, kind of glad so, yeah, you're not ha- uh, his goldfinch character. <laughs> I think that would be a bad Ben's, thing. Would it ben not?
1: Then is is like kind of awful in the goldfinch, but I have to, I have to love yeah. him. As long He's as like you my didn't child. get his
0: character from Billionaire Boys Club, then <laughs> I think
1: you're okay. <laughs> that movie that made like ten dollars was yeah, it? it, made, it, it, it made, didn't like, even exist. Money. <laughs> <laughs> they had to give money back to people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no that poor poor movie that I have no sympathy for not at whatsoever. all
2: they just bit. all made
0: bad choices I don't know why they did that
2: yeah I hate to see Oh, it. I love
0: it I love it um so uh what movies are we all looking like what movie are we all looking forward to the most right now
1: yeah Ooh, I um I'm dying to see uncut gems oh yeah, me too I, I need it in my yes, life.
0: I do. The, I um. I think good time have was the last time I really felt something. Oh. <laughs> Period. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I have uh, the Heartland Film Festival coming up this week, and so like the only things in my brain are just like I get to see waves, and I get to see um, Marriage Story and those are just like the only things in my brain right now
1: my story is amazing
0: oh oh, I'm so excited I'm so ready to cry I I, made me
1: like sob I saw it like eight in the morning and I was still like absolutely sobbing it's so good and like it's, it's 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 really long it's like Two hours twenty, but you don't feel the length at all. Okay,
0: good. I've been concerned about that because we all know how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> a long movie, um, but the problem is, is that so every week we like say like what movie we're looking forward to, and I think I have said that movie or I've said Marriage Story and Waves like all alternatively like every <laughs> other episode. <laughs> like yeah. I really need to think of a new, um, of a new movie <laughs> that I want to yeah. watch. Um. So I think I wa- I really I really uh want to see Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God, it's amazing. It. So I'm
2: uh, so oh. excited. So Ooh. Bruin Film Society gets like awards contender, um, front runners uh, as like free screenings for UCLA students, which I love my life. Like, wow, can't believe Aww. I'm here. Um, so I'm getting to see Jojo Rabbit this week, and I'm very excited about that. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, I, love I had the
0: option so I had to choose between three movies just because of how my schedule was working this week so I had to choose between Jojo Rabbit between Waves and between I'm so sorry I just realized who I was talking to I had to choose between Jojo Rabbit Waves and Parasite <laughs> um, and I I, cho- I chose Waves, I'm sorry.
1: No, to... you're valid, yeah. you're valid. Totally
0: valid. Okay, I will see Parasite <clears throat> at some point, I promise. <laughs> yeah.
1: You won't be disappointed, it's amazing. I'm excited. It's so good, I'm, it's like I'll a perfect movie. Oh, yeah. it's it's, so um, so it's just started uh, uh,
2: showing in LA, so I'm seeing it probably this week.
1: Ugh. So, I want to see it so bad. Again. Aww. I want to see it again so bad. <laughs>
0: That. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for coming oh gosh, on and yes. just talking and defending um, the old goldfinch. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Ansel Elgort would r- will really appreciate this. Um, I'll send a link to this uh, episode to his mom.
1: Oh, my and... gosh. Oh, she'll love that.
2: <laughs> Let's get him to post it on his story. I mean, Aww. if a fan edit about the goldfinch I... flopping can...
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Um do you have anything that you would like to plug? You have like so many yeah. incredible things. Like you write for GQ magazine. Like what is, oh, what
1: is your Yeah, words? it's really cool. It. Um I just start I just started uh um I just started for them as like a regular contributor, so that's really exciting. Oh my God, um so amazing. basically I'm like writing for them now these days. Um so basically that's the only thing I have to plug really. If you want to read my stuff Very on GQ, cool. that would be great.
0: Amazing. I love that. I'll put your, like, content-ly, content Lee content- whatever, like, <laughs> in, <laughs> in the description yeah. so that, like, people can read all of the <clears throat> things that you write um, and, like, your letterbox and stuff, too, and your Twitter Amazing. and all that. Because yeah. you guys, like, you, you just can't miss the interactions that she has with Barry Jenkins on Twitter. You <laughs> can't miss them. Like, it's incredible. No.
1: <laughs> I mean... She's, oh, I love both. And she's,
0: she's got lulu Wang
2: on her shirt like a stan
0: yes oh my gosh oh I we stan a
1: couple oh, yeah. i
0: love that they're my favorite <laughs> couple uh I, I just look at them and i'm like wow i am so single <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he had Very like single. the farewell poster like as his twitter profile for forever i, I think that. it still is oh i love oh, that oh <laughs> Angel. oh well thank you again so so much yeah um we um we love all the things that you write we love all the things that you tweet and so we're really excited that you are able to be here and to talk Sorry. about apparently just manic pixie dream girls <laughs> yeah. the
1: entire time and toxic so. boys
0: <laughs> yeah i love that um will you say our outro for us oh wait hold on follow us on cinema rolls pod on twitter <clears throat> patreon.com yeah. slash cinema rolls pod if you want to get those um,
2: extra spooky sarah episodes for october
0: yeah even though those have already passed by the time you're listening to this episode oh, go yeah, and listen to them yeah it's okay it's fine <laughs> the, the internet exists forever so it's okay yeah you can totally go back and listen um, to this. yeah um, so Anna our um, outro is we, <laughs> that's how the cinema rolls <laughs> so if you would like to just say that then okay. that'd be great no that's, pressure
1: Okay. <laughs> that's how the cinema rolls
0: Oh, that's
1: so I love it. yay! <laughs>